Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Baderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on this chapter day journey. We're in Matthew 27. I'm getting to the end of the book here, and it was verse 20 that resonated with me this morning when it says, The chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Today's podcast is entitled Mob Justice. Wendy and I are creatures of habit. We typically begin each day perusing the news on our iPads as we drink our blueberry spinach smoothies, mine sweet, hers sour, and we drink our morning coffee. Quite often, we remind one another of a truth that one of her favorite professors at Central College back in the day branded into her brain, and that is you only see what the camera wants you to see. News media loves to cover crowds of protesters and mobs, especially if they're rioting and there's destruction and violence. If it bleeds, it leads, as they say. However, even mobs and protesters can be created for visual, social, and political effects. Most of us never think about it, but it is no secret that mobs, protesters, crowds can be bought. The BBC did a story about a man in Pakistan who does it for a living. He said, quote, gathering a mob, what's so difficult about that? One phone call and a hundred people will come. They can throw stones till nothing is left. And if that doesn't work, it costs very little to buy 10 liters of petrol and set things on fire, end quote. And it's not just on the other side of the world. According to the LA Times, there's even a firm in Beverly Hills, which will organize a bunch of protesters for you. Though I'm guessing it's probably going to cost you a little bit more than it does in Pakistan. I mean, we're talking Beverly Hills after all. There's also an interesting article in Cracked providing a first-person account of a professional protester. For me, one of the most intriguing aspects of the final week of Jesus' life is the contrast of the crowd shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord on Sunday as Jesus enters Jerusalem and the crowd shouting, crucify him, on Friday morning. What a difference. But, you know, the longer I've studied the text, the more I'm convinced that the mob shouting for Jesus' execution was no accident. See, the chief priests and the elders had already broken a number of their own laws by the early morning hours that they brought Jesus to the Roman governor, Pilate. Hebrew jurisprudence held that you couldn't arrest anyone in the dark of night, nor could you have a trial at night. The verdict was already decided by the time they held their third session of kangaroo court at dawn because it was required that you could only sentence someone to death in the light of day. The religious power brokers were in a hurry to get this deed done. Friday at dusk, was not only the beginning of their precious weekly Sabbath, but it was also Passover week. The rushed, clandestine mockery of justice was necessary to have Jesus hanging on a cross as quickly as possible and to ensure it was done before the Passover crowds who'd been singing Jesus' praises had finished their breakfast and made their way to the temple. These were powerful, wealthy, and politically connected men who were running the temple racket. They would have left nothing to chance. They'd already drummed up false witnesses in the middle of the night to testify against Jesus. It's likely they knew how to make a small investment of shekels to hire a mob to ensure Pilate perceived that executing Jesus was the politically shrewd call. In the quiet this morning, I think about 
Wendy and I, our daily breakfast conversations, our perusal of the news. One of the things that I've observed since the dawn of the internet is how quickly things can trend before any facts are known. Not only do we see only what the camera wants us to see, but increasingly, I realize that algorithms ensure that I only see what I want to see. People are accused, tried, convicted, and executed in the internet court of public opinion in no time at all. Never have I found Jesus' instruction to his disciples so apt when he sent them out into the world by themselves. Be shrewd as a serpent, Jesus told them, and gentle as a dove. And so, I will try and do that today. Have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.